it was recently reported that the Carolina Hurricanes will be signing Brendan Lemieux. How does this help or hurt the Hurricanes? And what are the remaining roster holes? We'll be discussing that in this episode of Locked On Hurricanes. Your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Tuesday afternoon. I am joined once again, as always, by my co-host, Andrew Schnitker. How are you doing on this uh, Tuesday afternoon, Andrew? Well, I'm fired up after watching that new uh, Ahsoka trailer. We won't uh, we won't get into that. We'll keep it to hockey here. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm I'm pumped today. Oh yeah, I, I really enjoyed watching that trailer uh, just before we started recording. That was so fun. I cannot wait till August 23rd uh, for that two episode premiere. Uh, but sticking to hockey, this is a Carolina Hurricanes podcast, not a Star Wars podcast, as much as we'd love it to be. But. Uh, it was reported by Elliot Friedman just a little bit ago that the Carolina Hurricanes will be signing Brendan Lemieux to a one-year $800,000 contract. And this was not the news we expected to get today. As we discussed yesterday, uh, we were fully expecting the Tony D'Angelo trade uh, stuff to be coming out. But that has yet to happen, and now we're getting this signing. Uh, It is important to note that there has not been an official one come from the Carolina Hurricanes or Brendan Lemieux. Uh, So this is just, you know, coming off of what he's saying. Uh, There has not been an official uh, announcement from the Hurricanes yet, though. Yeah, I mean, if if Elliot Friedman is out here reporting contract terms, it's happening. Um, I mean, this is a move. You know, Brendan Lemieux, his, he's definitely, you know, if you're looking at the Hurricanes to add more grit, more toughness, um, really just a jerk, you know, to use a PC term. I mean, Brendan Lemieux is certainly that. He's physical. He takes a lot of penalties. Um, you know, your hope would be that Rod Brindamore can keep him from crossing the line, uh, keep him Not from, biting anyone. Bite, from biting anyone. Yeah, um, that would be good if that wasn't something that we had to see, but... I don't expect him to play a ton. Like I'd probably set the over under on games. He plays in the regular season at 20, 25 games. He's a depth forward. I, you know, I think he fills that 13th forward role. He played, I think, well, okay. He did play about, I think 45 games between the Kings and Flyers last year. He has never played 82 games in a season. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's what this is. I think it's a depth forward, gives you some more physicality, some more toughness, you know, a guy who will go out there and mix it up if you need it. Um, you know, at 800K doesn't impact your cap situation all that much, so you're fine there. In the playoffs, if you get into a series where things get really physical, things get really rough and tumble, you've got the, the opposition taking liberties with your top players, 
maybe you throw him out there for a game or two as a deterrent to that, you know, a guy who's not afraid to really get in there and drop the gloves, mix it up. So this isn't something I would have called a huge need for the Hurricanes, especially with the addition of Michael Bunting, but I get it. I do get it. I get what they're looking for here. You're looking for that added depth at forward, that physicality, that grit, that toughness that people have talked about the Hurricanes wanting to add. So I do understand what they're trying to do here. Yeah, it's interesting uh, what they're doing um, because, you know, they were obviously going to have to rebuild their bottom line, uh, their fourth line again. it was because that was yet another year of you know just a whole bunch of turnover there on that uh fourth line of Stasny you know, being on one year, Stepan being on year, Jack Drury, you know, him being uh the only one that uh was still under contract, but he had already requested a trade. So there was gonna be some turnover down there on that bottom line. Uh but it it was very interesting uh, move, not one that we expected. And, you know, you mentioned him not having played a full 82 games and with them having to do so again, rebuild that fourth line in another off season kind of makes you wonder, like, is he going to be a constant face on that fourth line or like he's like you said will he you know, be you know, uh the 13th uh forward given there's still a bunch of off season to go we still got training camp and all of that so you know they could still you know, make another trade uh make another free agent signing you know guys you know make the jump up to the nhl from the ahl so there's still changes that can be made but it like you said, you know, he is one that is going to bring some grit to the Hurricanes. And, you know, because that is kind of something that they, they could use. They, they could use that. And you know, one thing, you know, like you said, is, you know, when it comes to the penalty minutes. And that's, uh, from what I've seen, a lot of folks concern uh, when it comes to how many penalties he takes. Uh, we already mentioned the whole biting thing, you know, that I don't think we'll see that this season. That That is one thing. I don't think we'll see him bite anyone this year. No, I, th- but, I think Rod Brennamore can probably have a good conversation with him of, uh, hey, we uh, we don't do that here. Yeah, we don't bite people. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think we'll be fine there. But definitely uh, the amount of penalties he takes is going to be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, but you know, we're talking some good, we're talking some bad, uh, and we're going to further talk about how he can help or hurt uh, the Carolina Hurricanes in this coming season. And we will do that right after this quick break, folks. All right, folks, you know, it's baseball season. You guys know we love baseball here on Locked on Hurricanes. And if you're wanting to bet on the MLB on your favorite team, do so with FanDuel. So take your first swing at betting on the MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets. 
up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to get the first home run. All that on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on the MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel official partner of Major League Baseball. Now, diving back into Brendan Lemieux. Uh, Again, like we said, not the news we thought we were going to be talking about today. Uh, but you know, it, how he can help or hurt the hurricanes is going to be very interesting. Again, we already mentioned, uh, the grit and physicality that he plays with. And I do think that that is one that, uh, that's something that can definitely help the hurricanes because that's been something in the past that, uh, they've been, uh, lacking. And you know, it's, I think in that way, it's a good move. It's kind of the same thing they did with Michael Bunting, really, uh, bringing him in. Yeah, I agree. I, like I said, I think you add that grit, you add that physicality, you add that guy that you can plug in there when you feel like that's a present you can you need another depth guy for potential. Okay, another guy. You know, if you if injuries pop up, that you can plug in there. That can play with that can play on the fourth line. I don't see him being a permanent fixture on that fourth line just because I think there's a lot. He's an option, but I think there's a lot of different ways the Hurricanes can go. Right now, they still have Jack Drury. I think he's a good option for your fourth line center. I think that, you know, guys like Jamison Reese, Vasily Ponomarev, who could potentially be looking to make the jump to the NHL this season, could be options there. I also think. If you make another add or two at forward, like we've talked about them doing, like with a Vladimir Tarasenko or an Elias Lindholm, and you really beef up that top nine to the point where, say, you know, Jesperi Kokaniemi is centering a third scoring line, maybe that Martin Stahl thos line becomes your fourth line. So I think there's still a lot of directions the Hurricanes can go with the fourth line. I think Brendan Lemieux is an option. But when it's all said and done, I don't think he's going to be a regular on that fourth line. I do think he's going to be more of that 13th forward type. Yeah, I, I agree there. And it, it it's going to be one that I think we're really going to have to wait out uh, to really see what happens uh, here. But I do think definitely the, the 13th forward is definitely probably the most likely uh, for him. And, you know, a thing, like I said earlier, that uh, a lot of folks are concerned about is the way he takes so many penalties. And you mentioned earlier, you know, joking, you know, with uh, the whole biting thing of, you know, him and Rod Brindamore having a conversation. And, you know, it, it, it's one that I definitely think that is a conversation that is definitely going to happen uh, for sure. And uh, very much like uh, 
was probably had when Tony D'Angelo was brought in a couple years ago of how you know they definitely had a conversation of him you know staying in line and not doing anything uh stupid so i definitely feel like that's that's going to be something that happens for sure uh but yeah he's definitely going to have to keep that under control because you know yes the hurricanes penalty kill is really really good we all know that but you know you can they can only do so much you know yeah i don't think you sorry go ahead and, and if they're constantly having to clean up his mistake you know because you know he took you know this slashing penalty this roughing penalty or, or whatever you know it, it may be you know that he decides to do they're definitely going to have he's going to have to get that stuff in check yeah i agree like you said you don't you don't want to be on the penalty kill all the time you don't want to be hurting the flow of game by of the game by not playing at 5 on 5 be constantly killing penalties even though this is, you know, this is a really good penalty kill, you don't want to be testing it that often. Yeah, it, it's definitely something that they're going to have to really hammer home with him uh, of not taking so many dumb penalties that he has a history of doing. Like, yes, uh, I, I'm pretty confident that they're bringing him in for that uh physicality and grit you know that he brings uh, i'm 100 confident in that uh but they're really gonna have to everyone you know the coaching staff and the team itself they're really gonna have to you know be like hey we don't bite people here you know we don't do this we don't do that you know they're I definitely feel like once, you know, he gets here and they start, ha- I mean, given I'm sure, you know, he's probably, you know, already gotten some phone calls and text messages, but definitely like when everyone like final, everyone is in Raleigh, I definitely feel like that's going to be uh, something that they talk about with him for sure. Um, well, that hurt? Being, like be yeah, a well, pest, hurt? but don't be a jerk. Well, the Hurricanes do play the Ottawa Senators on opening night, and I believe Brady Kachuk was the player who Brendan Lemieux uh, is infamous for biting. So uh, that could be interesting if he draws into the opening night lineup. Yeah, uh, and also the way you just pronounced it, Chuck, uh, I'm glad my camera stopped stopped working because I just gagged at the way you pronounced that. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, that's definitely going to be interesting uh, if he does slot into that opening night lineup. Because uh, like you said, of him playing, them playing Ottawa and Brady being on that team and being the guy that he bit, you figure, eh, I, I, I know they've played each other since then, but you know there's going to be some bad blood there. You know that. And that's definitely going to be something if he's on the ice for that. Uh, that's going to be fun uh, in quotes <laughs> to see uh, how that would play out for sure. Uh, but it, it's going to be really fun to see how they utilize him uh, for sure. Yeah, he's definitely a fourth line you know, thirteenth guy. You know, he's not going to slot into the top line or anything like that. But 
yeah, he's definitely a guy. You know, like if you're if you're going against an opponent that you know it's going to be a tough opponent. Let's uh, let's just say you know the Florida Panthers. You know, uh, tough opponent. You know, you just lost to them in the conference final, and you know you want to knock them off their game, get in their head, get under their skin. He's he's a guy you could really throw out there and do that. Uh, you know to pull a Mike Maniscalco here and you know, bring up Ted Lassa, uh, like Jamie Tart in Ted Lassa, obviously <laughs> Tart is, you know, you know, really, really good. Uh, and Brenda Lemieux, yeah, you know, he's a depth guy, but you know, guy, you know, he's a jerk. Uh, and you know, gets under the other player's skin, you know, Brenda Lemieux, they could maybe utilize him in that kind of role. And that would be, it's going to be interesting to see how they utilize him for sure. Yeah, definitely it is. And like we said, you know, we feel that he is going to be the 13th forward. He's the extra guy. Uh, but, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes, you know, like I said earlier at the top of the episode, they do still have some other roster holes to fill. And we will discuss those other roster holes right after this quick break, folks. All right, folks, we are back. And again, there are still some roster holes for the Carolina Hurricanes. And, you know, we mentioned, you know, with Lemieux maybe slotting in there on that fourth line. Don't necessarily think it'll be a full season type deal. But, you know, you never know. But again, they do still have some other holes to fill. Again, that fourth line. Uh, Their top uh, six is pretty much set. And then, you know, same with uh, third line. It's really, again, that fourth line and then uh, that third defensive pairing that the question marks are or where the question marks are uh, right now. And, you know, you sent me a thing earlier that, uh, you know, Elliot Friedman, you know, again said, you know, that, uh, you know, the canes and penguins are still in on air or it's down to the hurricanes and the penguins for eric carlson uh they're still in the mix on tarasenko and uh you know the aho extension will likely come whenever uh carlson and tarasenko situations are done so you still have those there uh that are in the mix so you know obviously you know you, you throw in Eric Carlson, you know, that can you know, pretty much fill out your uh, defenseman group. You add in Tarasenko, you know, you know again, you know, we think you know, he probably won't be you know, on the on the ice for all 82 games. But, you know, just for the sake of, you know, conversation, you know, he fills that one of those holes on the fourth line, Jury, Lemieux, and then someone else. You add in Tarasenko, you know, you just say you bump uh, Martin back down to the fourth line. Boom, your fourth line is filled. Then you have, you know, whoever, you know, would else would, you know, move down to the third line. Uh, let's say Tara Vinen, you know, moves down to the third line. Tarasenko there on that second line. Uh, but, you know, th- those are moves that could definitely fill stuff out uh but they those aren't guaranteed deals you know those are deals where it's gonna take a lot of math uh you know to make you know everything fit under the salary cap 
because, you know, like we've said before with uh, Carlson, you know, San Jose will have to retain salary. Uh, they could possibly have to have, you know, a third team be involved to uh, pick up a little bit of salary as well. Then Tarasenko, you know, he's not, nec- not going to come cheap either, and you don't have a whole lot of, you know, cap space. Uh, to work with now you've spent a lot of it this off season so you know there's not a whole lot of holes but they're ones that could be filled easily but also not filled easily yeah the interesting thing for me is like there really aren't like holes as it stands right now like you look at the defense right now You've got Jacob Slavin and Brent Burns, and you could you could do this without making another move on defense and just have a stacked blue line. You could play Slavin and Burns together. You could play Dmitry Orlov with Brett Pesci, and you could play Brady Shea with Jaden Chatfield and just have a stacked blue line for a year mm-hmm. without making another move. Now, like yep. we've said, we don't think they're going to do that. We think they are going to move Brett Pesci with a year left on his deal. They're going to do their best to add Eric Carlson. They may or may not still add Tony D'Angelo. So while we do think there's more moves to come there, that's the interesting and kind of exciting part here is there aren't moves the Hurricanes have to make. And I think the moves, the additional moves that you're going to see them make would be ones that would really put them over the top, like at, you know, swapping a Brett Pesci for an Eric Carlson and the offense he brings, like adding a Vladimir Tarasenko or another goal scorer and moving some salary out to accommodate that. So, the Hurricanes have pretty set groups because even now you look at like you talked about the fourth line. I mean, on paper right now, your fourth line would be Brendan Lemieux, Jack Drury, and Stefan Nason. That'd yeah, be a fine honestly, I line. totally forgot about Nason uh, being on the roster. I literally totally forgot about him, and I, and I love him. Uh, but yeah, yeah it, it's, it's interesting. It, it really is because you have these moves that are – still rumored uh, for the Hurricanes to be in on, but they're also, you know, like you said, not, they could be done today. Like that Lemieux signing, you know, becomes, you know, official. They don't have to make any more moves. You know, their roster is full, uh, but, you know, and they'd be good, you know, to go for next season. And, you know, they got a pretty stinking good team. You know, it's not like you know, it's a team of you know, a bunch of you know, scrubs or anything like that. No, they got a team that could contend again. But you know, the, now they're you know, looking, still looking to add you know, these other guys. And that's really, really cool stuff because, you know, like we've said so many times in the past, like you, you ask a Hurricanes fan that was a fan 10 years ago, yeah, uh, something like this is just unheard of for them. They'd laugh in your face back then. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's like we've said, it's a big departure from the we like our group days. Like we said, they don't have to make another move because they have a really good team, but we still expect them to make other moves to keep trying to make this better. And we keep coming back to this, but that's what's so exciting now is having an owner who's willing to spend to the cap, having a general manager in a front office who are always looking for potential moves to make the Hurricanes better, you know, always in on all of these big name players that become available in the middle of everything. So I do still think where it's going to be an exciting, you know, next month and change ahead to see what the Hurricanes might do. Yeah, I really do. Uh, it, it's really going to be fun to see what they end up deciding to do. 
And you know, like we said, you know, we feel you know Lemieux is likely going to be you know the odd man out uh, there on that fourth line. Uh, so you know that would you know facilitate them you know getting another depth forward. Uh, you know whether it be you know, calling someone up from the AHL, another signing. You know, say they you know, make you know, trade for Eric Carlson and you know San Jose, or you know, if there's another team involved, you know sends a, a depth forward on over for the Hurricanes, kind of like Vegas did with Dylan Coglin, you know? You know? So there's still ways they can, you know, fill other, fill that hole. Again, you know, Lemieux, you know, he could totally be, you know, guy that's, you know, there 82 games, you know? We simply don't know yet. We're just going off of its past history of what's happened in the past. Uh, but, you know, there's always got to be that first team, you know, to give them a shot at all 82 games. Maybe that's the Hurricanes. Maybe it's not. We just don't know yet because there are still so many more moves that we are thinking that they're going to make. Again, you know, trading Pesci, trading for Carlson, signing Tarasenko. Uh, you know, there's this roster is not set. And, you know, it, it can very much, you know, like we said, they could roll with this right now. They could like their group that they've gotten. And I'd be fine with it because yeah, it's a dang good group. But again, it's not over. It's not over again. And you know, I didn't even mention the D'Angelo trade. Maybe that still happens. Just don't know yet. Uh, but at the end of the day, Andrew, are, if the Hurricanes don't sign Tarasenko, don't sign... Don't trade for Carlson. Don't trade for D'Angelo. How do you like this roster's chance at winning a Stanley Cup as it stands at twelve fifty in the afternoon on July eleventh? Well, the, in, so you're saying they don't make an, a singular other move? Yeah, they, like this, like the everyone they so have Brett on the Pesci roster is right still, now. So Brett Pesci is still here. Brett yes, Pesci plays. Brett Pesci still here. Season. Brady Shea is still here. Jack Drury is still here. I like it then because I think, you know, you add some of the physicality and goal scoring that you needed up front with Michael Bunting. You hopefully have Andrei Svechnikov healthy. Maybe Tavo Teravainen bounces back. And like I just talked about, you look at that blue line, Brady, Jacob Slavin and Brent Burns, Dmitry Orlov and Brett Pesci, Brady Shea and Jalen Chatfield. That is a brick wall of a defensive core. Good, good luck getting the puck, getting the puck through. I, I, you know, I think the Hurricanes could have a historically great defense if they rolled with that. So I would like this roster's chances as is. I still think without that added goal scoring punch, the margin for error is going to be a little bit lower in the playoffs, but I, I still would like its chances. I really would. Yeah, I, I would as well. You know, it's like you said, really the only thing you know, we feel they need to do at this point is just add some goal scoring, but even if they don't do that, yeah, you know, they're still in a good spot. So, you know, we'll just have to continue to watch and see what happens uh, with the Hurricanes, uh, with other moves they decide to make. So make sure you're following the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. I know I'm just looking like a little circle with a another circle coming around it when I talk, but again, I have no idea why my camera just decided to uh, 
stopped working and the laptop camera is a potato so yeah we're not using that but yeah everything will be good for next episode i'll figure out what's going on there so in the meantime again make sure you're following the show on twitter myself on twitter and andrew on twitter at a schnitt 53 and we will talk to you guys in the next episode i will be at prospect development camp tomorrow so make sure if you see me you come say hi maybe you will uh do something for the show i don't know i haven't planned it out that far yet so make sure you guys have a great rest of your tuesday and as always let's go canes